Good afternoon, folks. It's another episode of the Gary and Mark Show, and I'm Gary. And I'm Mark, I think. Yeah, and we are coming to you not live, but we're we alive. Are. And where are we alive, Gary? Well, we're barely alive here yeah. at the Iron Key Brewing in Columbus, North Carolina, which we're inside the comfort and safety of Mark's deluxe van to stay out of the wind. Yeah, that's a little warm in here, because if I turn on the air, it'd be awfully yeah. windy and noisy, but uh, we're on a roll here, because we're actually, this is our third take. Our third take, yes. And this time, the camera's on. The camera's on and recorder. We and did, we're recording. We did the first one with no camera, but the recorder. Yeah. The second one, we had the camera on, but forgot the recorder, so now we're actually doing the podcast. As far as we know. And it's been a good podcast. It's so been, we've had a great time. We have had, we so, have, hope, too bad you couldn't have listened to yeah. what we did earlier, so it was fun. But if you send us some money, <laughs> maybe we can let you in on all the fun we've had back here in the van. That's right. There's a bowling alley in it. There's a little uh, Hot Wheels racing thing. There's a one-lane swim track over There's here. A, yeah, this van is incredible. It has only 21 feet. It, yeah. does, it does have a bathroom. And I will say that, that that hopefully won't come in handy today, but I have used it. Well, and I'm still using, you know, I've, I have a pee bottle in my little Suzuki. That's it. it that comes in handy. And, you know, when you're driving... You can't just. You can't go to the. Yeah, you, you can't, can't get them go. No. I, I got to thinking. Yeah, you know, if this, Elon Musk gets this self-driving stuff going, maybe that would be a possibility. But uh, I'm, I'm not sure about. I'm that. not sure about and that. That's the same guy sending people to space, doing all kinds of stuff. He's the one going to do all those like uh, thousands of satellites where you can get your cell phone anywhere in the nation, crystal clear. I mean, your your internet and stuff without having to go between cell and cell and cell. And so he's going to make, he makes a fortune already. But uh, anyhow, so I'll stick with gun smoke. That's, that's become my thing on a weeknight from seven to eight. My wife was watching this morning for three hours. It was, you know, a 30 minute episode has got really 21 minutes of content. Did they ever make, have an hour episodes? Though? Yes, okay. later, later I, I they thought, did. I'm, I'm thinking the ones I look at. Yeah, the ones like I think hour. by mid sixties, late, but early, late fifties and early sixties. It's thirty minutes. It's black and white, which I like. And yeah. if, if Matt Dillon shoots you, you're dead. I mean, there's no writhing. Yeah, but you still don't see the blood like they do today. No, no, you don't. You no. don't see that, and. Um, and you just should never draw on Matt. That's they true. should know that. And you know he's six feet, seven inches tall. Yeah, and he was in the infantry and landed at Anzio. Really? Yeah. And he, I mean, since he was six, seven, they put him in the front of the landing craft. So it's like, you jump out first, so we'll see how deep the water is. Oh, I thought it was meant so he would take the fire from anybody. Well, there's that too. You'd be the first one yeah. to find the bullets. Not good. Well, good for Matt for. T- but yeah, the the episodes are pretty lame, but I can follow them. So we're back at this Iron Key Brewing. Yeah. We had another episode, an episode here once before. Yeah. And when we say episode, we don't mean like a <laughs> some kind of a weird thing happened to us. No, that's true. We mean the old sense an episode. That's right. Yeah, like this is episode number forty-four. Really? Uh huh. Well, yeah. been doing this almost. Uh, we're on our third season. We hadn't actually made it to the third year yet. That's a long story. Yeah, but we're we pondered doing this one in the uh, solitary confinement building. We did, and we just didn't ask Chris, like the director of 
tap room operations. Yeah, he's too busy. He is, but I just saw him walk by with a trash can going, so yeah. he's probably not that busy. We probably no. could have got. Well, and yeah, it's like a two cell thing. We would have. Uh, yeah, ask yeah. permission. Yeah, and we have permission to be in solitary confinement. That's not doesn't happen often, but I'll no. say it would be a dark in there. Yeah, but uh, anyhow, it's good to be back. So, uh, yeah, you've got you can tell us about some invention that. Well, this time. was, we, you know, we like you on this day in history, but of course, this is going to play in May, and here it is, the last day of April. Yeah, it is. But I did check yesterday in the newspaper, and what jumped out at me was on April 29, in 1913, a Swedish born engineer named Gideon Sunback of Hoboken, New Jersey, received a U.S. patent for a separable fastener, which later became known as the zipper. That's an important invention. So just think, the zipper has only been around for like 107 years. Uh, we could think of lots of stories about zippers uh we could and I'm, some some which you know this is a general audience thing so we but as a child as a as a young male child you had to learn early when you're kind of retrieving stuff and putting it back where it belongs watch you didn't get bit by the zipper has that ever happened to you it probably did yeah i can't remember that yeah. would that would be painful yeah, I can tell you. I, I just know even just getting a zipper stuck with a piece of cloth in it, yeah. how hard that is to get it undone. Can you imagine skin? But just before that, I mean, I had pants with button flies. Remember yeah. the, you know, no. well, the Levi, Levi 501, button fly Levi 501s. They were like yeah, the, the cool jeans to have. 70s or 80s, right? Well, I mean, that was the original, you know, Levi's. They didn't have zippers. They had buttons. Yeah. And... I think military fatigues. I believe the ones we had in ROTC had button fly. Wait a minute, you were in ROTC? Uh, for a year and a half, yeah. In college or in high school? Uh, college. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. The, the best part was learning how to read a map and compass. Which you are an expert at. Well, I wouldn't say I, I'm okay. My wife's better than I am. But okay. And Here we uh, are. We took a quick break there for another technical difficulty. Yeah, so we're in, and there the technical difficulties are with the the technical stuff, not our own physical bodies. That's right. We, that's right. And you yeah. were talking about hiking. You went to ROTC and stuff. And yeah, so, and then and then you mentioned that uh, yeah, I've been driving, dropping people off, and picking them up. For but, hikes. but one day you might be taking those people and they they need you because yeah, you well, know everything no i i don't but they uh they have these very capable guides much younger than me but well, experience counts you know and maturity counts yeah, but, wisdom yeah naps yeah. we need naps um we do but this is a wonderful time to bring up the point that spring this year i mean it was nice it's just so gorgeous it is. Uh, it's warm in this van because we've got the fan off and the AC off, so yeah. you can hear. But it is gorgeous. That's yeah. in the seventies most days, low eighties maybe. But yeah, and of course down here everything's greened up. Yesterday, heading to Deep Creek in the Smokies, 
you could still see, I mean, the, they're the poplar trees and the oak trees. It just started, their leaves just started to open up. So it's, I mean, the crepe myrtle, the red buds, the service berry, the dogwoods. It's, and the, the birds, you know, goldfinches, all these wonder, bluebirds, goldfinches, indigo guy? bunnings. Uh, it's you have a just nature great. show. You could have a nature show. It's it's really in. Uh, what is it? This next door Druid Hills thing I get. People posting was tree swallows. Oh, okay. you know, it's nice. It's nice where it's people uh, posting bird sightings, and then it's it's not nice when it's people being grumpy about the loud neighbors next door. The but it has its good side. You learn about different birds so being it, seen. So has anyone ever com- complained about you and that? I don't know. I haven't read that yet, but maybe they have. Uh-huh. Uh, what did we had in my neighborhood, uh, we got a guy raising chickens. Ah, uh, they can make some noise. Well, they're fine. And then uh, a few days ago, you know, I'm right in town. I mean, a rooster shows up. And the rooster uh, no, didn't belong to anybody, but he had like five days in a row. That rooster would start about five in the morning. Now, my neighbor lived right behind him. He and I started talking about, can we find a fox? <laughs> and if not a fox, do I just get some 22 shorts for my dad's no. old bolt-action rifle and take... You Don't you like the sound of rooster in the well, morning? Well, it's... It, I'm far enough away; doesn't bother me. You ever heard like Bob White's in the middle of the? Yeah, like some of them make noise. Man, I'm thinking of something else. Whippoorwills. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I remember being at Green River Preserve one time, and in the morning, these birds took off. I mean, making noise and like, oh my gosh! Uh, Cantrell Creek Lodge seems like there used to be a whippoorwill start about four in the morning, back when the lodge was at Cantrell Creek. That's right. Yeah. Now it's but, in. Uh, Cradle forestry. So yeah, nature. It's pretty nice right now. It just looks good, and and there's been no rooster the last three days. I don't know what happened. It'll be interesting to find out. So yeah. that neighbor didn't bring them in to make eggs with his. No, he no? just he had chickens, and I don't know how. So what was his chickens for then? He's oh the, yeah. I mean he's he's gonna he's he's got chickens so he can have eggs. Right. Doesn't have to have a rooster over there somewhere. Well, I, I, yeah, we, yeah, I don't we, know how do that need? works, but uh, the chicken, the egg, or the rooster. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking something has to happen <laughs> to get that to work, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a but th- this was animal husbandry person. This wasn't the designated rooster. Now we could call Dee Dee because she would know that kind of stuff. She would. She's on a farm. Yeah. yeah, she would know about those roosters and chickens. She's got some. Yeah, and I'm not sure if we got this on tape or not. We we're talking about you know daylight savings and oh. uh, you know. In North Carolina, they I mean, a move afoot to just make it's permanent. whether you call it standard time at that point, and it's just the same all year, and you don't turn your clock up or turn it back. You know, and I'm all for that if all 50 states do it. But otherwise, it is going to be a hodgepodge of mess trying to know when you're traveling by air or even calling people up. Now, are they on the old time, the new time, daylight savings times? You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and then we could get into the whole heavy thing like, well, what is time? But that's too heavy. 
Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's weighing on us. That's what it's doing. I mean, there are a couple states that don't, I think, observe it because they don't need it. Like, I think Arizona is one of those. And Professor Jim with our, yeah, yeah. Uh, our Aluminum Man Triathlon yeah. team out at the Western Division of Gary Mark Podcasting University probably, you know, he could give us some insight on what it's like out there with on what it's like when you don't have to change time i know that is a pain although i'll say this new fancy van changed it automatically for me and that's first that's the first i like that yeah because it, if you've ever looked in the manual yeah i know having to change push the this button hit yeah, this button and then turn yeah. this one to the left or something yeah uh so you know when's the last time you've been down to uh Watershed and the Gary Mark Podcast University campus. I, you know, I haven't been there uh, since they uh, had the the big inquest. I remember that. That was uh, soon after the election. Yeah. Speaking of the election, I'm glad that's over. But yeah. We were talking about COVID earlier. I think we yeah. got that before we had this malfunction. Yeah. But uh, you know, I've heard people in Watershed done a done a pretty good job getting their shots in their arms yeah but there's a few standout holdouts always will be i know no, the no maskers yeah don't care what anybody says or thinks and that's why they live there that's true freedoms you know they uh all those uh they want to have their rights and even if it you know they think it fringes on their rights to cough on us and make us have to keep wearing masks forever because there's still some people out there who are going to you know i mean we've both had our both both shots but it's only what 94 5 percent effective right i mean because you you got it so you may be 100 percent protected until the next round comes yeah but back to watershed yeah, back and to watershed. the university and the the uh we've we had all that problem down there that i don't know if we want to get into this or not tell me about it well, the kind of the investigation look into our athletics, you know, and I try to get Don on the show uh-huh. this time to give us some insight about what's going on down there because he's yeah. he's a up and up athletic director. Yeah, so he wouldn't let anything shady go by. Did him. we? And I don't think we had anybody taking bribes. Yeah, I don't know who would give him a bribe. Yeah, I mean, and and I, whatever you want to say, I think that our uh, oh, what do you what do you call that game where you throw the the thing through the a cornhole? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm thinking all right, basketball. You yeah. something. No, I, I don't think any of our cornhole team members were taking payment under the table. I doubt it. They don't get much to begin with, so no. it wouldn't make a big difference to them. So, and I don't want to wreck their careers. I know because that's. I don't be, even name them. No, name them. but I mean that, that's probably be the next Olympic sport, I would guess. And we could take credit for suggesting that we could to the Olympic Committee. I'm not sure it's too too late for Japan for this summer if they. And that's still going to go, huh? Well, what I heard was it's going to go, but nobody could watch. You know, I mean, only the competitors and. It's going to be kind of boring, but I guess on TV they could put in some canned, uh, you know, laughter and applause just, and stuff. See, we can do that. Yeah, yeah. No, just add in applause when the U.S. I'm waving at the crowd. Thank you. Thank there you. There you go. There you it's go. It's Gary and Mark show. Look, there they are. They're <laughs> there in Keith. You know, we, we were actually invited to do a live broadcast. Remember? At DuPont Forest. We were. And then all of a sudden COVID came. Yeah. And we didn't get to do it. It, just, it, it kind of interrupted. 
because we were on this real uphill. You know, we were really trending. That was like that's before we hit the top. <laughs> and uh, the top of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Now we're uh, we're kind of coasting, plateaued, plateaued. Okay, but we're we're glad to have our fans. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not many of them, but we're glad to have them. And if you're listening for the first time, make sure you check out www.garyandmark.com because there's good stuff on that. Yeah, and you won't hear any uh, any swear words. We're, no, we're G, very rarely. We've we're had a few. G-rated. Yep, yep. We try and stay out of the gutter. I think the only time we had swear words was when uh, Pam Stone was on with us one time. Oh, yes. She let a few fly. And she can and she can. And she, when she does it, it's funny. That's true, because she is a yeah. comedian. Yeah. So uh, A very tall comedian. Very tall. And, and nice. Check our archives on the website, because yeah. you can find that episode and a bunch more, including an episode done here at Iron Key Brewing, where we had Chris Ballou on, the director of Tap Room Operations. Yeah. And it's a good beer. We only had one beer today. Now, that is not reason why, not the reason we had all these technical difficulties. That's because I'm out, right. of, we can't blame out of sync today. It's just one of those days, but it could be the pollen. You know what? That's a good thing to blame. Blame it on the pollen. So one more question before we wrap yeah. this up. So how is it like being a granddad? Well, I'm new at it. And uh, I, sometimes when I hold Lily, it's okay. And sometimes she doesn't like it very oh, much. Really? So, yeah, she'll let you know. Really? Oh, yeah. She's girl's got uh, an opinion. So. And so she's how many months now? She's... She, uh, she's about five and a half really? months. God, she looks so cute. She's like, yeah, and smiles. All these great pictures, you know. Yeah, which people can do these days. You know, yeah, you think about fifty years ago, you have to mail them pictures, but now you can just look at them. Yeah. So it's it's and she snores, so that makes me feel good. <laughs> um, but she doesn't drink any beer yet that you know of, right? No. Even though her daddy runs a beer place. Well, yeah, big one. Yeah. Yeah. Can she, we mention that name? Sure. Well, Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues. Yeah, we should. Rec- He's a great have, guy have we, too. We did a podcast there, but it wasn't. It we was, did, and we had as our guest uh, a lady from Muddy Sneakers. That's right. Yeah, and you know they've had a tough year too. That's a program for kids, and yeah. you know schools were off campus for the most part for over a year. So I don't know if they've got to do. I think it's. I think it's done all right because the whole idea of learning outside. That's true, and and other programs similar to that are. They're popping up over the country. So yeah, and you know summer camps are back in session. We yep. hope for the summer, yep. and uh, we were both summer camp people. Well, uh, you know, Gary, even with all these troubles, I have no idea how many minutes we've run today, but it's been a good episode. It has been, and uh, we will look forward to the next one. Yes, we will. Uh, ch- thank our sponsors. Okay, let's uh, let's start out with Big Whiz Pocket Buddy, a uh, famous app that gary actually was partially developer of yeah yeah been this one uh, big seller and it's actually our biggest episode as well and rabbit so, island rabbit island resorts absolutely just a hair better uh-huh. and then let's not forget salute outfitters yeah now what's the name of that place at salute outfitters uh, gary uh, big eddie's green river tap room i got it written down is that right uh, Green River Eddie's Green. Tap Room and Grill. Okay, <laughs> it's got Green and Big and Eddie. And then we got yeah. uh, L.J. Myers and his professional White Dove releases. White Dove release. And we ought to get him on one time. We should. He'd be interesting. He's an interesting person. Yeah. And, of course, you know, we kind of consider Iron Key Brewing 
company, one of our sponsors. Yeah. That's because they gave us a free beer one time. They did. It doesn't take a lot to be a sponsor, does it? No, it doesn't. So if you want to be a sponsor, you can just go on our website, GaryandMark.com, and you can be a sponsor for a buck. You can also be a member of the university, graduate for no money. Hey, and, and we might even send you some very attractive decals. You know, I have something to show them. We, we could do that. Yeah. And, uh, and you got... know, sometimes it's just the thing you need to make, to spiff up your car. You do. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, uh, so. We, we have one for you. If you're watching on the YouTube, is. there we go. GNMPU. Yep. Gary and Mark Podcast University. You can even look up if there's a school song. There's that's a, true. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of a good stuff. A lot of tradition. Yeah. When we got a distinguished faculty member, you could probably be one, too. That yeah. doesn't take a lot of work, either. And sometime, our new, the meteorology department that. When are we going to do that? Uh, when I call my brother. Okay, we need yeah. to get that started. Cause yeah. that, that I've heard because of global warming, people are really interested in that. Yeah. And they want to sign up and take that program. And, and I, Larry Eblen would be perfect. There you go. We Once again, we'll be the point of the spear leading always, the way. Always. People just, they learn from us. It's a fantastic place. Well, Gary, it has been a good episode, don't yeah. you think? It's been a real uh, experience. It has. I have no clue what it's going to look like in the editing because uh, we start yeah. started and stopped three or four times. Yeah. I mean, the camera died. The camera wasn't yeah. turned on. The recorder wasn't turned on. So hopefully we'll get most of this put together. Okay. All right. Well, I had a good time, Gary. Me too, Mark. And we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. All right. Take care. <laughs>